This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Reddit likes this thing. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 444, and we thank you for listening to this online listening experience in podcast form. Several ways that you can find us on the internet. Uh, Make sure you subscribe on your major podcasting applications. Google Play, Stitcher Radio, the Apple Podcast thing. Uh, Rate, rate, review, and subscribe because we greatly appreciate that. You can go to our website, markingout.com, if you want to listen there. Find out a little bit of backstory on all of us. Social media-wise, facebook.com slash markingout. Twitter, at markingout. YouTube.com slash markingout11. At markingout11 on Instagram. You can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. And for all of our merchandise... You can, my wife says hi, she's in the background. Uh, you can, merchandise wise, face, nope, prowrestlingtees.com slash marketing out. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Dave is here as well at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. Exhausted, to be honest. Exhausted. How about yourself? So then just go to bed. Me, me and uh, this guy can handle it. He is the heart and soul superhero of Marking Out, Cousin Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, he missed a show last week, and we didn't think he'd be able to make it this week, but when there is technology and Marking Out involved, there is a way. Brandon, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. Doesn't he sound like real good on this microphone? I dig it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but what do you mean? Do I not sound good on my other microphone? Or I you d- probably never really like because yeah, it's through Skype. Yeah, it's through Skype. It, it's like yeah, I know. So is this? I know, but I I'm know. gonna I'm gonna sound spectacular. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, you, we missed you last week, Brandon. And do tell us what you were doing in on that day and several other days of last it's, week. It's like two Mondays ago with the the power goes out or whatever, optimum goes out Hashtag and now threshold problems. And then this last Monday my laptop broke. I don't know how. It it was good at like 1 a.m. I was watching the real world. And then I and then I went to sleep and woke up like 10 a.m. I I lifted up the laptop. It was black and uh, I reset it and the screen was purple and white. And I was like, "What is going on?" And of course I call apple and they're like your computer is obsolete so they couldn't even help me so i uh i'm still it's in the repair shop hopefully i'm still waiting to get a a diagnosis they said it's probably a gpu error okay which sucks but uh i guess something with the motherboard yeah totally all yeah, right. but uh, I ended up on Thursday night going to MetLife Stadium, home of WrestleMania 29 and 35, to see the Rolling Stones. Uh, I thought it was, it was pretty good. And uh, it was cool because I found out the night before that they had a fan-voted song. So the song that I voted for was chosen. So that's pretty dope. And what song? What song? Uh, she's a Rainbow. Ah. Just because the commercial? 
No, I just I like that song. Mike didn't even know the song. I was like, how do you not know it? And then I went and looked because they played there again Monday night. And I didn't know any of the songs to vote for. I was like, oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, Friday, I grilled some steak how, how and burgers. Uh, how was Jagger? He was good. Moving. Uh, Ronnie Wood did the floss, which it's like, how do these people know how to do that? I can't. I couldn't even attempt to try to do it in the mirror. Can you do it on the next? <laughs> uh, if you can learn how to do that, I will make another episode of Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Radio. Wonderful. Yeah. Let me get right on that. Let okay. me uh, start learning how to floss. Who do we know? How many uh, dance instructors do we know? Uh, you know dance instructors. <laughs> what I do know is uh, Rolling Stones ain't no Iron Maiden. That's for sure. Dude, yeah. no. Rolling Stones put on a damn good concert. Yeah? Was Mick Jagger was really running good. around the stage in every opposite direction? He was. Yes, probably, he was. No, he's probably strutting his old Crypt Keeper-like hips up and down the stage while Bruce Dickinson was would ju- would run miles around him and fight giant eddies. Well, so. speaking speaking of uh taking off their shirt on Sunday night I went to Jones Beach and Woo! saw Billy Idol with oh. Brian Adams. That's a weird, weird combo. tour. It, it very much so is, but they're doing like eight dates together and uh the th- I think it was the third one at was at Jones Beach and I really enjoyed the show. I don't really know much uh billy idol and i don't i mean i know a a bunch not a bunch but of brian adams but but so it was good because i don't know as many songs to go to just brian adams or just billy idol so now i get to cross that off the list there we go Uh, billy idol i don't think i would care to see him brian adams definitely not unless it was the uh the pro wrestler but that's yeah well brian brian adams did crush it so Oh, yeah. nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> what about Happy Hour? Did you crush yours? I, I did not go to Happy Hour. I haven't been to Cheesecake Factory in quite some time. Oh, wow. But it wasn't a Cheesecake Day last week? Or, uh, yeah, it was National Cheesecake Day. I did, I did not go. Wow. Yeah, I haven't tried the new Pineapple Upside Down Cheesecake yet. I know you spoke about it before. Yeah. And then on uh, Monday, my brother's friend came over with his wife and daughter and it was cool they're in from texas they left today so yeah it was nice getting to uh catch up that's cool but but how was uh how was your week anybody particular you want to ask or you just want to just throw it out there how was your week chris oh okay cool um it was good I think I'm trying to look at my calendar. Nothing too much. Saturday night. We, oh, my friend uh, Johnny, who I've mentioned on the show, had his annual beer Olympics. So I went to that after everybody was already annihilated, which is always fun. Um, Sunday, we uh, had a little family barbecue. Uh, and I'm looking forward to this week because, weekend uh, because two out of three of us are going to see Hootie the Blowfish. Oh, you Whoa. are going? I am going. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, You I'm guys going. could like meet up there. No, nah, probably not going to be. Uh, we're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have uh, good seats, or I don't know, Rachel. Rachel, I told Rachel, I'm like, bare naked ladies and Hootie the Blowfish are going on tour. I get a, a a text message five minutes later. I just got tickets. I was like, okay, so I'll be the only person in Madison Square Garden wearing a death metal shirt because, uh, yeah, I plan on wearing death metal shirts, which is gonna be great. And then Sunday, SummerSlam. We're going to have a little SummerSlam get-together. If you can uh, get an Uber over here, Brandon. An Uber? Yeah. Can I get a Lyft? 
Yeah. More, more importantly, though, you got uh, you got your your Magic Bands in the mail. Oh yeah, for Disney, I got our Magic Bands in the mail. Yeah. What's a Magic Band? Brandon, do explain. What's a Magic Band? It's everything. What isn't a Magic Band? <laughs> magic Band. Magic Band is Bay. It's your ticket. It's your wallet. It's your room key. Yeah. It's what? Yeah, for Disney. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but did we, you what? I was gonna say, did you hear that the the big Universal's announcement? Universal yes. Epic or whatever it is. Oh. oh. Universal's Epic Universe. They're building a huge property yeah. that's like not connected to Universal Studios or uh, what is the the Islands of Adventure? Yes. Which people are speculating that's where the uh, Nintendo Land is gonna go. Oh, I hope so. If that happens, that should be. And it's it's got the hotel attached to it and everything. You can get probably go right from your hotel into the park. It looks pretty nice. That'd be great. But I haven't I haven't been to Universal Studios since two thousand eight. Oh no. I'm a I'm a Disney guy. If I had a Paul Heyman T-shirt for Disney, I would wear that. How come you haven't made one of those yet? Eh, it's a little plain. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so think it's you, necessary. Why don't, you, why don't you take a big plane? Right. Which, by the way, did you see that somebody, I forget what airline it was, trending on Twitter that somebody was sitting in a seat with no back to it? Really? Yeah, and somebody tweeted out the picture, and their response was, hey, so-and-so, can you please take down that picture and then DM us? (laughs) And it's like, "Uh uh-oh. So then they, like, (laughs) investigated into it, and it, it turns out that the person should not have been sitting in that seat because it was not sold or whatever. And then they were relo- they were relocated to like actual like seats. The the plane I guess is going under construction and still being used or something. That's really sad. Why how would it be going under construction and be in use? I have no idea, but it's like a bizarre thing. Like if I ever went on some budget airline and I get to my seat and there's no back to it, it's like, oh my god. They had to wait until uh the plane everyone was on the plane in order to know if there was a seat apparently i have no idea it sounds but, awful like, yeah but that's, anyway that's budget airlines for you though. let's we'll get back to uh my week i forgot to say i did buy some shirts this week brandon what'd you get what'd you get um i got the Ryder hawkins shirt new one um and then this morning i bought the joey janela white claw spoof shirt did that's a cool one what what is white claw i'll I mean, tell you I right now it. because i've got I one in my hands <laughs> I heard, oh. you, I heard you talk about it last week. I see all these people freaking out over social media about it. And I saw at Jones Beach, they have a stand for White Claw. And it's like, what? what is this? Well, is it seltzer? It's hard seltzer. So I have a, I have one in my hand right now. One pint, 3.2 fluid ounces. I got the black cherry. Um, apparently, it's 5% alcohol, 170 calories. Uh, Uh Uh-oh, Chris is getting crazy. Carmella. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, what's – before Brandon uh, hijacked the uh, asking how my week was to talk about airlines with no backs, I was just about to say, what's Chris drinking? It's going to be the Spike Claw, so let's uh, try this out. This is my first time, shoot, first time ever drinking one of these things. So let's see how it goes. Am I going to start riding a wave now too? All right. There's no pop? That's disgusting. That is truly... <laughs> I don't understand it. That doesn't make sense. How could you think it's disgusting when everybody's freaking out over it? I don't know. Maybe because I... 
it, I mean, it tastes just like watery, but then there's like a hit of black cherry, and you could taste like the alcohol on the end. Is it hit. a can? What, yeah, what it's a can. Feels? I told he you. cracked it. He cracked it uh, while one of us was speaking. I heard the. Uh, yeah, I heard too. Oh, you stupid. heard the. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm going to drink this whole thing. Probably. Um, All right. Second taste. Second sip. Second sip. If it's what do you think? Like it, it opens up, lets it breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you do like that bar stool one pizza bite thing, and it takes like the whole slice. I don't know. Okay. I mean, second sip now, it's like, it's bitter. Oh, God. It's, he's getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Take the, this, is, this is a guy that drinks straight whiskey. These things aren't going to get me drunk. Watch the end of the episode, like, woo! Um, <laughs> eh, it's all right. I mean, it's a nice alternative to drinking a beer, but just beer is so good. It's so great. But it doesn't. It's not a beer taste, right? It's just. No. T- does it just taste like seltzer? Seltzer, and if somebody like took like one, of, you know, those little cocktail straws, filled that up with vodka and plopped it in and added a little white cherry, black cherry to it. That's what it tastes like. Like what dum dum goes? Oh, you know what is great? Let's let's make alcoholic seltzer. Everybody always likes a spritz of alcohol in their seltzer already. Let's just can it. Um, Mike's hard lemonades. Yeah, but everybody loves Mike's Hard Lemonade. No. What is I, it? What is the one that uh, the Smirnoff Ice? What is that? Uh, that those are pretty good too. That's back in the day yeah, when you used to ice people. Remember, uh, Ric Flair got iced on several. Ice. <laughs> I, I can't Wait, even where drink did one he, of those. Where did he so get much ice? sugar. He got. He used to get iced all the time on TNA. <laughs> I don't have. I don't remember that at all. Oh my god! I have to look I, this I up just, now. I know. I've I've seen somebody recently got iced, but. No. Uh, but what I don't remember it was on a Facebook video where you uh if you find a a uh I almost said a Bud Light lime a Smirnoff ice you have to get down on one knee and chug it. Yeah. Why? I've, I've been I've been witness to it once. I don't know why people are marks. Yeah. I don't know where it originated from. I don't know where beer pong came from or Beirut or whatever it's called. Yeah. Neither do I. But... College dorms, who knows? Anyway, white claws. Meh. Maybe it's just the white I like, I like, about... I... <laughs> Do we post no, about no. it on Facebook? I, know, I was no, going to put, no, put it on. Don't chuck it. Yeah, see how it tastes. Nah. I'm, I'm how many, uh, what is it? What is the scale that we have on the show? How many Brandons? Zero. Yeah, what was? Three. <sighs> yeah, really disappointed in this white claw. People hype these things up. I'm Maybe just gonna... it's just the taste. Well, I mean, give me the flavor. I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'll post it on our Instagram. That's a good idea. Yeah. I go. wonder if there's, like, if other people say, like, oh, the black cherry is not the best one, or... Yeah, no, yeah, but that's like... got to try plain. That's it. Maybe maybe, maybe you can make a uh, an egg cream with that black cherry No, gimmick. that would probably be gross. But let's talk about Dave and how Dave's week was. Oh, wow. Hey, now. Hey. Uh, wow. My week was actually pretty good. Um, my cousin's work week was swamped, but it was nice because my cousins ended up moving to Merrick. So got to hang out with them a little bit, um, my two little cousins. And, and then... Hashtag not to- my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. um, then I ended up going to Red... Uh, no, what is it? Yeah, Red Robin. Uh, okay. 
nice. Red Robin. And I gave it another shot because first time around, I wasn't a big fan, but I got one of the like the smaller burgers. Okay. So this time I went all in. I got one of the uh, like more. normal size, normal burgers. Um, I forgot which one I got, but it wasn't too bad. But I wasn't overly impressed with it. Um, it's a burger chain. I think yeah. the selling point of Red Robin is the fact that they give you unlimited fries. Yeah, that's the one thing is the unlimited fries. I mean, outside of that, I hate that. Thank goodness this waiter uh, did pay attention to us and like kept on coming over to us and everything like that. As opposed to previously when I went, the waitress kind of just like left us to hang. She was just like, yeah, you could if you want to order something, you could just put it in the computer on the tablet that oh, they have. They have the those tablets. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, yeah. They should. There's no good reason to me why there should be a tablet at that table instead of a waitress or a waiter. I no, see I, some. I see some pros, but most of it's cons. Like they have them at Chili's, and Chili's you don't order off of it. You you pay your bill on it, uh-huh. which you can still run into problems with. Yeah, like, I don't even. I don't even like that. Um, it's like I'd rather the waiter or waitress bring over the check for me. Dude, I went to an all-you-can-eat Chinese restaurant, sit down, where you normally order off like a menu or whatever. They handed us an iPad where you punch in what you want and then click it and sends it off to the kitchen and, they, and then it comes over. And it's no. like you got – it's like I don't want that. I, I, I want to be able to say like know this, know that. Yeah, that sounds awful. But, meh, what can you do? Um, so gave that another shot, and eh, I would probably go back, you know? Yeah, but it's not, a, it's not a terrible place. No, it's, it's just not, not, it's, it's not a great place. You can make yeah. a better a better burger on your grill. Exactly. It's kind of like a place that you're like, hey, do you want to chill tonight or relax? Yeah, then you could go hit it up and uh, just take some time to yourself. Um, outside of that, I did get a few patients this week to watch Rocky. I'm having a Rocky marathon in the clinic right now, which is pretty what? awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Why? Why is that a thing? Well, because they, um, they, on TV, they were doing like a, an emergency kind of a thing for 30 minutes or something crazy. Dude, I'm like, all right, I'm that, just putting the it on blue, Netflix. The blue screen of death. No, 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 no. It, it was like an emergency, you know, yeah, emergency blue broadcast. screen of death from Altice. I don't it's know. cable vision. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know what's happening. It's literally happened to me like three times at night last week. And then it happened again today while I was watching it. Yeah. So I called the, I called them the other day about it and they were like, oh, yeah, normally it's just like one one time per week. And it's like it means that we're updating our system. It's not like an actual like scheduled like oh, emergency test or anything. They're uh, updating their equipment. So they say. But it's been happening like every day, and then it's like the creepiest voice comes on. Did you hear the voice? It sounded like a robot, but I couldn't really hear it. It's like a woman that speaks like this, and we have to do that. And it sounds like one of those things that you use that, um, like, if you're like ghost hunting. Yeah. And it's like get out. I really didn't like it, but you know, I ended up putting it on Rocky, which is always great because it's motivational, and you know, motivational. What do they get to run up the steps? Yeah, rags to riches story, brother. Um, Eye of the Tiger didn't even come into play until. Wait, was second, that first? Second or the third? I've never seen. I know Rock. the third. I'm just going the, off. No, uh, the third. The third is where uh, Apollo starts to bring up the Eye of the Tiger that he has to find it to defeat Clubber Lang. 
Um, my, fa- my favorite match is when you faced Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a but, movie, brother. <laughs> yeah. So that was my week. And, um, but enough about that. So yeah. what else? Uh, so this White Claw still isn't really that good. How many okay. sips have you had? Three? Uh, no, I, I'm uh, about Actually done. a third through the can. Dude, go pour Apparently into... Apparently this is like, this is Mark Anthony's company. Mark Anthony. Yeah. Mm. What a Mark. Do yeah. you have do you have chocolate syrup? I don't. I do actually. Uh-oh. If you if you pour some milk and chocolate syrup and seltzer, you get an egg cream. I'm good, thanks. Well, a, a new age egg cream. Those I mean, used to have eggs in it, but yeah. So let's get I, on I thought to, it was uh, absolutely disgusting. Yeah, let's <laughs> uh, let's get ourselves onto some outside the ring news here. Bobby Lashley has had elbow surgery to remove bone spurs. He'll be out till November. That kind of stinks because, like, I feel like Leo Rush, that was a great ride with Lashley. And then Lashley recently, I've actually not been disappointed with. Yeah, it's because um, he hasn't been on television. Well, no, but even when he was, I wasn't angry with his usage and everything. And then him in the Battle Royal mm. was the last time that he was on TV. But yeah, also, Leo Rush, Leo Rush, I think, just uh, released a rap song or you two. had one a while ago and you said it was good and i told you you're it's crazy i don't remember but i think yeah. there's a new one out huh well talking about being out someone that wasn't out but he was definitely able to throw someone out uh matt riddle throughout the first pitch at the tampa bay's tampa bay rays a game um yeah what happened with this cross body part um, well, he then proceeded to crossbody Raymond the Ray and take his title, uh, and then he just got into a Twitter beef with everybody. Uh, why not? Lance Storm was saying, who is this guy and why does he never wear shoes? <laughs> Matt Riddle Matt Riddle commented back, then Chris Jericho commented back, and then Chris Jericho and Matt Riddle had awkward stare-downs on their social media. It was pretty hilarious. So, uh, I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. No, I got to say, I, I'm i getting really – I'm becoming such a mark. Anytime you mention or anything happens with a WWE wrestler and an AEW wrestler, especially where this carry o- carries over a little bit with the revival in Lucha Bros. Yeah, whatever. The, I the, mean, the, that stuff has with them happens all the time, and you're just being a mark for the stuff. Oh, I am totally <laughs> a mark for it. And just who's claiming to be the best tag team in the world. And it's just so – cool to see wwe guys responded to do uh to aew and aew going with wwe and it's just fun yep speaking of aew they have announced their next two sets of television tapings uh they'll be in boston and philadelphia so they're really hitting you know the big two markets and they are smaller venues it's not like they're they're wrestling at the garden in boston it's their uh it's like a 7,200-seat arena for Boston and maybe a 10,000-seat arena for Philly, which yeah. is exactly what they needed. And it sucks because if they come to New York, uh, where would they perform? Probably Hammerstein? No, yeah. absolutely not. Why, you think Why? bigger? That's, 20, that's like 2,500 people. Where it's would they you... perform? There's yeah. not like... No. I mean, nah, I mean, technically they could do the theater at Madison Square Garden. Probably gets them a solid six, maybe, maybe know. less than that. Or they should just do Nassau Coliseum. Or they should 
Go to the yes. world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah. But we'll get to that. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, WWE 2K was finally announced this week. Brandon, just go ahead. Yeah. Brandon uh, has a page trailer, of notes for this, folks. I absolutely do because uh, there's a lot of stuff to be noted. Uh, the trailer was leaked on Sunday. It was supposed to come out on Monday, and uh, I was quite underwhelmed by it. Did Why? you both? Did you both see it? I saw yeah. it, but like, I haven't paid attention to a video game, uh, WWE game, so I frankly so don't every understand. everyone was hyping it up as like like everyone like on the news sites were like, oh, it's just like the NFL 100 commercial. It's the greatest thing ever. All these wrestlers from the past, present, and future gonna get together and brawl. They're gonna be in tuxedos, and then like the only thing that happens in this trailer is like it's like a dinner party or whatever. Not even a dinner party. They're all standing up. And Becky Lynch falls through the ceiling. She meets up with Roman Reigns. And that's it. They're they're announced as the cover stars. Well, it's not really that's it. I mean, that she walks is... over to Hogan, puts her her hors d'oeuvre in Hogan's drink. Yeah. That, uh, um, I, I, I have a feeling that we might be getting at least two more trailers leading up to a big brawl. I think. Maybe three. Because, like, we, we did have a few when Steve Austin was doing it. We had, like, a bunch of them leading up to the big, like, final release. So maybe we're going to – it comes out October 22nd. That's pushed back mm-hmm. than what it normally is. Um, so, so you didn't maybe, like this? The trailer – it was underwhelming for me because of that reason. It was like everyone was building it up to be, like, the biggest, baddest, greatest thing of all time. And – they didn't. That wasn't it. I don't know. I I liked the commercial. I thought it was a good commercial. I wasn't, but I also went, didn't wasn't expecting much to be revealed. I mean, well, I, found they, it, I, I was entertained by it. They had Xavier Woods uh, revealing some things in a an, another trailer. One of those things being that the collector's edition is the SmackDown 20th anniversary collector's edition. Cool, I like which, that. Which uh, comes with the standard accelerator, the kickstart. Then it starts to get a little strange because they have, uh, they call it WWE 2K20 Originals, um, which if you get the, the, the collector's edition, I think the, the deluxe edition might also come with all of the, the packages. Um, it kind of seems like an updated version of In Your House. Do you remember that game? Mm-hmm. Where it was on PlayStation and maybe Sega or something. It's like a Dreamcast of sorts. Where every like wrestler that was in the game had their own stage. Like Bret Hart had um had like his his stage was the dungeon. I think Undertaker was like a graveyard. Shawn Michaels was like a love parlor or whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So that's what it kinda it, it kinda seems they showed off a like zombie territory what looks like that where like Bray Wyatt's a zombie um, Braun Strowman in the art was a Frankenstein monster. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what to expect with that, but it should be interesting. Uh, I think the biggest news coming out of the, the deluxe edition and collector's edition is the fact that China is making her return. Yeah, that's huge. And that's her awesome. First, first appearance in 19 years. Well, I think really her cool. last, her last game was, I think, the second SmackDown game to come out on PlayStation. Meh. 
Uh, Hulk Hogan makes his return. You get a $500 shirt, rock attire. And you also get a rock and sock connection mankind attire. So mankind returns. I don't know if uh, Dude Love, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack will make it, but we are confirmed to have Mankind. Uh, in the SmackDown Collector's Edition, you get a a ring skirt relic piece, which is a piece of SmackDown ring skirt from anywhere from 2002 to 2008. And then you get a limited edition uh, legend autograph plaque from either Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, or Edge. And you get the super card packs, but I don't know anybody who plays super card. But uh, in that Xavier Woods trailer, they uh, showed off that mixed tag matches are back. Um, in the form of mixed match challenge. Does that do it for you, Chris? Oh, <laughs> uh, and then they also announced that women will be in the story mode this year. You'll have men and women. I don't know if it, it kind of seems like I don't know if you're going to have to create both a male and female character and they're going to just go through it together. That's what it kind of seemed like by the uh, footage that they showed off. But who knows? And then the biggest thing of the whole entire game so far that we know is the showcase will feature the four horsewomen. And the I guess the women's evolution focusing on those four people. But but Why? What do you mean, but why? Why the four horsewomen? I, that's the showcase. Last year it was Daniel Bryan. This year it's uh, the four horsewomen. It, it's oh, kind of... I know. Um, I was, it kind of sucks. Reason, my mind goes to Ronda Rousey. Um, I'm assuming she'll have other multiple attires because she's had matches with them. No, no. I'm but sure she'll have like a standard the version. four horsewomen. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's, yeah, that's it's the thing. Like they Charlotte, have... Becky, yeah, Bailey, like Sasha. they have... They had the name first and everything, so my mind automatically goes to Ronda Rousey and her crew instead right. of Charlotte Flair and all of them. Yeah, uh, so it like it kind of sucks in the in the fact that it's like we're not. I can't see us getting like other like new characters out of the showcase, mm-hmm. but um, definitely going to get a bunch of attires. And one of the matches that they showed off was NXT Takeover Brooklyn one. Which I always try to get uh, Sasha's and Bailey's attire from that, which you they they didn't have last year in the game, so I'm pumped to have that at least. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And then also, this is the first year since the SmackDown conception that Ukes did not work on the game. They were, I think, the developer. Yes, they are, but they're still going to have some sort of role in it. But I think they're going to be making their own wrestling game. Yeah, what see, I okay, so this could go back when, like, Ukes was making um, the the WWE SmackDown yeah, game. still really terrible. But yeah. at, the same, at the same time, WWE was also releasing for Xbox. They had, like, the Raw video games. Okay. So they were, it's, like, still WWE, but they were two different games, two different, like, developers, two different... Um, different kind of controls and everything. So I don't know if it's going to be, if Ukes is, since they're no longer working with 2K, if it's like they're no longer working with WWE, or if they're going to deal, still do something WWE related. Because they also in the past have done a game that featured New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan, and Noah. 
back in like 05 and 06 for Xbox 360 and PS2. Okay. Which the PS2 version had Brock Lesnar and Giant Bernard. Cool. Exclusively. Uh-huh. So yeah. maybe this is maybe this is like the introduction for another WWE video game, or maybe it's the introduction for all elite wrestling, which is what all the marks are fingers are crossed for, but they've had they've had three shows. Let them put more shows on before they start doing <laughs> some stuff. Um yeah. Yeah. So and then, yeah, I'm assuming continue to build the roster first. And I, I assume we're going to still get a pre-order bonus. I don't think. I because need my the, pre-order the, bonus. <laughs> I, I don't like who could it be that it's like that they're saving it. It's got to be somebody big, I think, if, if it's going to be one. Because yeah. you have the return of Hogan. You have the return of China. They're already used in the, the, the deluxe and collector's edition. Like last year, we had um, Ronda Rousey and Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. for pre-order bonus and Lux, I think. I forget which, but so it should be interesting to see who we get. Maybe RVD's back. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he uh, he'll get. He, no, he's in TNA. <laughs> Impact Wrestling. I mean, he showed up on Monday Night Raw, so you never know. Well, apparently that was like they a one time. Yeah, apparently they let him do that. Impact was cool. That's so that's you know that's cool. Um, speaking of... Maybe Impact get a uh, kickback. Uh, I think they did with something. I think that's... I forget what it was. Um, but anyway, continuing on. Uh, Brandon watched Triple Mania this week. Any big things? I did. Any big things I'm, you I'm, want to tell us from that? I'm, first of all, really happy that PS4 has an app for Twitch because it's really great to watch it on television rather than having to sit on a laptop that I didn't have to watch it. But I really enjoyed it. Tessa Blanchard won the AAA Reina de Reynas Championship in a seven-way TLC match. Jesus. Um, Cain Velasquez made his debut teaming with Cody Rhodes, or just Cody, and Psycho Clown, which Cain was wearing a mask, so that was pretty cool. He did a really good job, too. Dude, absolutely. Like, you talk about, like, celebrities coming in and, like, oh, great, a celebrity's doing wrestling, blah, blah, blah. They suck, blah, blah, blah. Cain Velasquez, man, he went, he did a hurricanrana. He was doing springboard moves. So I thought he did a fantastic job. They defeated um, El Tejano Jr. and Taurus, as well as Killer Cross, who was, a, I believe, a surprise tag team partner there. You had the Lucha Brothers team up with Laredo Kid to defeat the Elite, giving uh, Young Bucks a loss there. Yeah, hallelujah, finally. And then after that match, Kenny Omega grabbed the mic, and he, he cuts like, what do you think of his promos? Meh. I feel like Kenny Omega, when he's cutting a promo, is like, um... He's dubbing a promo. Like I feel like his promos are dubbed. Like when Kai and Ty used to say, "Indeed." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he grabs the mic. He goes, "I want to tell you something great." And like then the mouth would like move a million miles a second, whatever. <laughs> so he he grabs the mic and he challenged Phoenix for the Triple A Mega Championship. And I was like, "Oh, this is going to be cool. This is where AEW finally joins in." And gets on board for their MSG show next month. But no, he said in Mexico. 
there was zero mention of that MSG show or their show in Los Angeles throughout Triple Mania at all, and it made zero sense. Like it's it's literally a month and maybe what seven days away, and we have no information on that. Mm. It was very strange. But the main event you saw. Uh, Blue Demon Jr. defeat Dr. Wagner Jr. in a mask versus hair match, which had so much blood. And Yeah, you even showed me that they were bleeding right through the mask. Yeah, well, they he ripped the mask, but... Ah. I, I thought it, I very much so enjoyed that match. I enjoyed this event overall, and uh, yeah, I'm glad Twitch exists and that they give this stuff away for free. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, yeah, very, so. very cool. Uh, I was amazing that the uh, the Young Bucks lost. Thank goodness. I mean, I for hopefully they lose in AEW now. Yeah, you know? um, I could see them losing the tag uh, that tag team ladder match you're gonna have. Are they not? Are they undefeated in AEW? Aren't? Yes, they are. Definitely. Yeah, they are. are. Sure, they've lost. Okay. They've won every single match. Every single yeah. match, guys. Not not Kenny though, right? No, Kenny lost to Jericho. And and Cody's lost, right? No, he well he lost to the oh, Bucks. He's undefeated, also. No, he yeah, lost to the so. Bucks. Nah. Yeah, so true. we'll see. I, again, who knows if there's going to be some AEW stuff with AAA coming up? It seems like they have an ongoing relationship. I yeah. don't know. Like you said, I'm surprised that nothing got brought up with MSG though. Yeah, that was very strange. Mm-hmm. That was like very strange. Where it has me thinking, like, is this show actually going to happen? Still, <laughs> they're still trying to decide. Yeah, it, so. yeah. I don't. I, it's it's like mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. It's like what you have. Your, it's your biggest show of the of the year, and then you're going to perform at the biggest venue, literally the the month after, and not mention it at all. It just makes no sense. And, and it's not like they the, had an English-speaking commentary team. Like, I don't know. It's still gross. I have gross. no idea. It's still really gross. Nah. Um, is it, but is, is the taste getting a little different or? No, it just tastes gross. <laughs> it's just not good. Not good at all. Let's get on gotta to stick to your Got to stick to your Cherry Garcia ice cream, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, let's get on to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Monday Night Nitro. Um, kicking off with not any action, but the entire WWE roster on stage. A graphic said, uh, saying that we stand with you for Dayton, Ohio, and El Paso, Texas. Ten bell salute sounds off for the you know all the victims of not one but two mass shootings over the, over the weekend in the United States. Um, it's tough to even like kind of talk about it. We really don't even talk about politics on the show, but this, you know, this it's unfortunate our, that that events like this happen. Yeah, and our thoughts and condolences go out to everyone who has been uh, affected by these tragic, tragic events. Yeah. Uh, but no, okay. I want to rant about this just yep. a, a little bit, and then we can kick off the Samojo. But the one in Ohio, the media had to play it off. The guy was wearing a sweatshirt from a band I listened to called the Acacia Strain. So now the media is putting metal in, spot- in the spotlight again, saying it's a bad thing, and it's not a bad thing. It, well, you can't... 
it's not just metal. People are they're doing it with video games as well. I know. Now, video games are getting the wrong, I, wrong thing, too. You can't judge these certain characters. Like, I listen to heavy metal music. I listen to the Casey Strain. Am I going out there and doing these horrible things? No, I'm not. So it, it's it'd be like saying blaming books when uh, what was it the catcher in the rye John Lennon yes yeah yeah so enough about that we start off with Samoa Joe which he cuts off the opening video package for Monday Night Raw which I swear we have not seen in months when the when the video started I was like oh they're showing off a new video and they're like nope this is the same video we've had for months but <laughs> I could I swear to God that we have not seen that video in months. But he cuts it off because earlier in the day he was fined by WWE for hitting a phone from a WWE.com reporter out of their hand at an airport after being accused or asked about Roman Reigns. So he was standing up on the commentary table yelling at commentary uh, about him being blamed for it. And uh, he was calling out Roman Reigns and... Samoa Joe is killing it, and Roman Reigns did not appear, but Becky Lynch did. Yeah. Leading to the first match of the evening, that being Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair teaming up to take on and defeat Natalia and the WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus via disqualification. Which I, hate. I, I mean, this, it, it was, what was the point of Trish Stratus being there? She's facing off against Charlotte Flair on Sunday at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but she, I mean, she, she did not she, match. She she did get tagged in. Exactly. I hate the fact that Bailey and Ember Moon weren't included in this match because the whole reason why Charlotte Flair is facing Trish Stratus is because she went to find a better opponent than Ember Moon. It would have been nice to see like Ember slap Flair around a bit and. Do uh, stuff, but I think I it, think that... it makes it makes no sense that they were left out. You have that the two title matches, the Raw ones getting the spotlight, the the SmackDown ones getting overshadowed because of the Trish Stratus match. I don't know. I think that I'm totally fine with the Raw sticking to the Raw. Uh, there's no reason for, in my opinion, that. But it's Bayley not Raw. Yet. Charlotte's not on Raw. Mm, but she's with Trish. So, yeah, I don't know. But Trish isn't on Raw either, so that's well, damn roasted. All right, also, but still, one of the things, yeah, keep it going. Uh, Becky tagged herself in, and then Charlotte knocked her out. She attacked her from behind, and then I don't understand why you hate this, but Natalia refused to let the sharpshooter go, which caused the disqualification. And then Trish Stratus pulled Natty off. Yeah, this part I hated, and, and then because... and then got pushed by Trish, but yeah, a very violent push too. I mean. Trish could have gotten hurt with that one. Um, but with the submission, I hate the fact that this is two weeks in a row. Becky Lynch has not even teased tapping out. Not even a little bit. I don't understand that. You're going yeah, to the submission she... match, and she's not even t- tapping out a little bit. So that's where you think, oh, there's a chance that Becky Lynch can lose. It's because she's the man. Don't that's care. Right. No, I, I and, and 100% it... agree with Brandon. Stupid. She's the, no, and also, I mean, not to jump ahead, I mean, but what I are mean, your you choice? Said, then what was the what difference your... with this? What was the difference with this in uh in Seth Rollins versus Lacey Evans and Byron Corbin when you were saying that you wanted to see something with Becky Lynch where it could tease that maybe she can cost Seth Rollins the championship? 
That's not. What's the difference? That's because that's not a submission match. That's something different. But it would still be showing she, her because it would. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be showing her weaknesses. It would be showing that oh, it's the match. The match's weaknesses. How it would be showing her weakness? No, it's not. It's not her vulnerability. It, How it, so? she, if she teases tapping, that's her vulnerability. But if and, she almost gets DQ'd and loses Seth Rollins' titles, title, that's not because of her tapping. That's because of the match itself. Well, yeah. If she gets a DQ uh, finish. If she goes for a DQ because of temper and stuff, I, 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 I think, just think I, it's different. All right, sounds good. Up next, we had Andrade taking on and defeating Rey Mysterio, which I still like. I'm sitting there watching this match. I was like, I want an Iron Man between these two. Yeah, they so, always put on such fantastic matches. They, if they put on an Iron Man match, I would love it. The only person I would add to this that a total mark. Oh my games, god! Yeah, say it. <laughs> No, Obviously, it. yes, it's Kalisto, and I definitely want to see Kalisto versus Rey Mysterio. But versus Andrade, the three of them in a ring, I would totally mark out for. And then if you throw us in Ricochet, yeah, okay, take my money. Okay, now you're getting carried away. Sorry, okay, you. Which, <laughs> by the way, the next segment was completely at a carried sup- away. Supposed OBGYN office, which is a purple curtain. No, I've never seen a doctor's office with a curtain like that before. But uh, Mike and Maria are there for their appointment. And the next scene had Maria lying on the table uh, with with Mike hugging her. Yeah. And the doctor counts one, two, three. It turns out it's the, the referee. Ref Jess from NXT. Yep. And uh, who just did SmackDown and 205 Live this week. But uh, he pulls off the... the Greatest heist in an OBGYN office up until the next segment where <laughs> you have R-Truth sitting there dressed as a woman. And I believe Carmella was dressed as a man. Yeah, yeah. Carmella was a dude there in this. And uh, Truth then throws a baby doll at Mike Kanellis well, to distract. First, even the lead up to this it was hilarious because you have the two of them sitting out there with their legs crossed reading magazines like covering their faces. And then when Mike Linellis comes out, you see R-Truth just lower his magazine slowly so you see his face. And it's just the mannerisms about it was hilarious. Yeah, and uh, Truth scoops up the victory there and now he is the 11-time 24-7 <laughs> champion. Right? I, I love the sound of that, that the championship is – what is it? Just over a month old, and he's eleven-time champion. That's it's not hilarious. a month old. It's how, gotta how be like what? Three months, maybe. That that long already? I think so. There's like an hour worth of championship changes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, that, uh, five more. Five. Time. Five more. He ties Ric Flair. Yeah. This entire thing. I think I mentioned it last week that someone would pin her while she's like at the OBGYN. That's the only yeah. time I that it really makes sense, but it did it did exactly what it had to do. The storyline I have no clue what the storyline is even, but it's hilarious. I won't I I just wish that the the doctor's office room was bigger and Mike Canellis didn't get a chance to leave before getting hit with a bedpan. <laughs> <laughs> like Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. Oh, but. that's what I told you. 
right? Yeah, that's what that I, I thought you. that would have been funny. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I told you the scenario, but I couldn't really pinpoint. Oh, I said I think uh, Maverick, but yeah. So up, up next, they interviewed Becky Lynch, um, which I thought she did a fantastic job. But then they went to Natalia for a rebuttal, and it wasn't. I don't know. There's just. I'm not fond of Natalia on the mic. Well, that's because she's not good on the mic. She like she has her moments, but and then she has a lot of not moments. I mean, she's just not. I don't think that there's many. I mean, her and Bailey, they're just not good on the mic. Yeah, but uh, Natty kills it in the ring, so that's I guess really what matters. Yeah. Next up, you had Viking Raiders. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No 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 no. You had you had Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out, and Seth Rollins comes out limping down like a zombie with a steel chair in hand. What? Nothing. I hate this segment. Keep on talking. He got beat up by Brock Lesnar, and I don't know how you can expect me to believe that Seth Rollins is making it to SummerSlam. After last week's attack had him limping out like a zombie, this week it's this this week's attack is just going to be perfectly fine to wrestle. And then the thing I hate the most, this dragged on so much. I texted Brandon a rant about it. I even ranted to Chris earlier today about it, kind of during text. I don't understand why this dragged on so long. There was no reason for them to have to. Go over to Rollins after for Rollins to crawl over to a mic and cut a promo. That's a, I think, a commercial break too. Yeah, there's no reason yep, for him there to was say. A commercial break I'm, yet. Yeah, but, but there's no reason Rollins, for him to say I'm going to be at SummerSlam. Yeah, so he cuts like a two-minute promo, saying that he's going to be at SummerSlam, but the fans are booing and wanting him throughout that whole promo. That's because the length of this entire segment was way too long. And well, they afterwards, just, they, were, they were just trying to show you that hey they're trying to give you that everyone as I say it every single week everybody likes the babyface climb you're going to yeah. see Seth Rollins overcome they're really going to try hard to get him over at SummerSlam by giving you this false sense of, and I know the the marks out there can't do that but this false sense of belief that Seth Rollins is actually really hurt so that's why they dragged this out over three or four segments to show you he's really getting beat down. There's no way that he's going to win at SummerSlam. And then when he wins at SummerSlam, everyone's like, oh my god, Seth Rollins is amazing. And then there's the big push that you know they've been trying to give him for you know a while now. That here's, me, the, here's the uh, thing, no, though. Hold on. I, I, I totally understand that that's what they're trying to tell during the storyline. I totally understand that. But it's not coming across that – it's not – to any logical fan, it's not coming across that way because it's just not being done. I mean, why does Seth Rollins have to be built up even larger? The guy already picked up a victory over him. He he's Seth freaking Rollins. I why? think he's I think he's peaked because you, when you were hearing I'm, the I'm what chance, all I'm the men the were wanting, and when you heard. After that, when you heard the burn it down chants, it sounded like the let's go Cena chants. The kids. Women and children. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm totally thinking the same thing that maybe the Seth Rollins train is starting to slow down 
Which well, is, I was I was setting that up for a boat joke out oh. of the Titanic, but all right, lay it on. <laughs> well, no, I mean it was past now. I was going to say as before we get to a Titanic of situations, I think something needs to change. <laughs> and I think that, and I, I think that that change is uh, Drew McIntyre as champion. I, would love I that. heard that was supposed to be the big thing after Mania. It was supposed to be Rollins and McIntyre. Well, you had McIntyre backstage after this cut off uh, Street Profits and Kurt Angle. They were what they were segment. having fun drinking milk. What a good segment! And McIntyre, yeah, I thought it was a great use of the Street Profits. Um, but McIntyre just shakes his head there. He did the same thing at Raw Reunion. I like so, it. He's pretty much saying, hey, you're a total joke right now. You're making a joke out of this. I'm serious. I'm here for serious business. I like it. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready. If, if Seth Rollins does defeat Brock Lesnar, I hope it's a quick championship and a quick championship turnaround. And by... What? What's the next pay-per-view after SummerSlam? I don't know. I hope the next the next, next pay-per-view I hope is Rollins and I hope it's McIntyre and I hope McIntyre defeats Rollins. I can't see a big title change being done before Survivor Series though. I don't know. Or even the Rumble. We shall see. What? You have, you even have Seth Rollins versus McIntyre Mania next year. That's a solid match. That'd be sick. I think next year... Uh, McIntyre wins the, the Rumble? No, I was going to say, I think the main event next year is probably going to be John Cena versus Hogan. No. Why oh, do you say, say that? that? <laughs> what makes you say that? Are you serious? What did your source tell you? In my, you know, it's Tampa. The Hulkster is from Tampa. Brother John Town, Cena's USA. been away. So, Has that I don't know. It's... Could be like a rock Cena sort of uh, rock uh, no Hogan situation. No I way! It's just these two guys coming back. I don't know. He's been in the I gym. Hate... He's gotten all his surgeries. I Maybe hate the fact weird. that I would... Maybe he's not. Was he being like I hate rock... the fact that I would actually want to see this? What would it be like? Uh, it... I'm back right now in South America getting stem cell treatments. Like Kevin Nash getting stem no, the cell both research. Of, yeah, the both of yeah. them apparently were the in Brazil or somewhere this week getting stem cell. Uh, can 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 stem cells actually build a restaurant side by side or what? <laughs> <laughs> Great South Park reference. Anyway, next up, what do we have going on here after that? Back now trade? we have the War Raiders or Viking Raiders. Oh God! All right, squash match, squash match. Don't no, talk about it nobody anymore. cared. Nobody cared about this match. How do you take two people who were so over in NXT? They took in over. other companies, and, and you. They're just nothing. Well, look at the OC. How long did it take? Yeah. yeah well, it took a new contract. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I think the problem is Viking Raiders. No matter who they face, they're going to end up winning. But I think they're setting up for them to win the championships very shortly. I, I, I don't. I don't know if they're heels. I don't know if they're faces. Just Vikings, I, don't, man. I don't. I don't. I don't see those titles changing hands anytime soon. Oh no, I, I agree with you on that one. Also, twice time. Up next, McIntyre oh. and uh, Cedric Alexander supposed to have a match that never happened because three McIntyre attacked uh, Cedric before their bell even out uh, on the outside of the ring. Excuse me. 
And uh, Cedric hits that DDT off of the 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 barricade to just put them out on the I, uh, of the steel steps or not the steel steps the steel entranceway. I totally which, marked out for that move too. Which leaves the special guest referee Pittsburgh's own Mister WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle in the ring by himself. The power goes out. The darkness sets. And, and when we see the light next, we see the mandible claw. And we see the screams. We hear the screams. And you, and you hear me mark out. I went nuts for this. I was so excited. Um, yeah. When that yes, happened, I, I texted Dave. I was like, well, there's your answer. He's yeah, going to in the mandible claw. I hope that this is confirmation that the mandible claw is now going to be used by the fiend. Yeah, I, I love think it. so. Did you see that uh, Twitter exchange last week between Taz and uh, Donovan Dijak? No. Dijakovic? Yeah, he asked Taz publicly if he could start using the Taz mission. And Taz is like, cool, not the forward, brother. And uh, What did he say? <laughs> I don't He said something like, this isn't like the actual, like, you, this, you don't do that in public. You come to me privately or whatever. But they, they did it privately. And uh, Taz gave the okay. Oh, yeah. So I guess Dijak's going to be using the, the Taz mission from now on. The nice. Katahajime. Did somebody, <laughs> somebody spoofed him. Spoofed who? Spoofed uh, Dijakovic. In what? I, on Twitter. I, I, I think uh, that's where it all stemmed from. I think Janela or, something, or somebody like that was like, oh, hey, can I use this? Oh yeah, that seems oh, like that's a funny. funny thing. <laughs> yeah, but nope. The fiend, he's here again next week. Big match. It still hasn't announced the demon. It's just been the fiend versus. Uh... I don't. I don't think we're gonna see the demon. I don't think so either. And the one thing that I really hope too, I hope that we don't get a fiend and Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyatt active on the roster. I hope we maintain Bray Wyatt as the face of the promos. And then the fiend as the person in the ring that's unleashed, instead uh, of Finn Balor and the demon, where it's a special occasion. Yeah, because they can't do a switch between those two characters. Like you can't have Bray Wyatt wrestle well, and the fiend wrestle. Like I mean, maybe you can though. I mean, I don't think not so. that. Well, you didn't really have. <sighs> See, you need like some sort of trigger. I don't think you can because Bray Wyatt. I mean. He's apologizing like, now all the time on on Twitter. He's apologizing to the people that are atta- that are being attacked by the fiend. Like, like, per- Bray Wyatt, that, the manager, perfect. and the fiend, the uh, the actual Wait, wrestler. Make, like oh, Bray, make Bray, yeah, like his manager. But you never see him around the ring. Yeah, he appears yeah. on TV in the in the in the funhouse. See, it, it's it's kind of. I mean, it's maybe similar, not not exactly like, not even kind of. I don't know. Similar, I'd say, to Festus, where he had the trick. <laughs> Come on, no, seriously, he had the trigger of the ring bell, and then he would turn into this, like, monster, and then the ring bell would, would happen, and he would just go back to his normal self. I think, so here, I it's like, all this all this stuff that's happening to Bray Wyatt turns, that's his trigger, it turns him into this monster, the fiend. I just don't want to see them inter-changing uh, um, for wrestling-wise. No, I, I want to maintain the fiend as the wrestler aspect. Yes, I agree. I agree. Next up, you had the the SmackDown Tag Team Champions facing off against the Raw Tag Team Champions, in which the New Day wins by disqualification. 
Uh, yeah, AJ, AJ Styles got involved. And then after and this, Ricochet comes out, and this just sends up a uh, a six-man match with the OC, defeating not only the New Day, but but Ricochet as well. So, Which, dude, it's been the absolute best use of Gallows and Anderson in quite some time. And I 100%, I'm even more happy with this group now that Gallows is rocking face paint. Big yeah. LG is back. Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody was going nuts about that. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely. As soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh my god, he's wearing face paint!" Like, oh my and, god, and he had the he had the paint in his beard too, so that was awesome. Yeah. It's been how long since we've seen that? Maybe only on a. Have we even seen that in WWE ever? I, I was thinking maybe on like a, a live event, but I don't think so. Yeah, so I think that's awesome. But up next, Samoa Joe went to shut down Monday Night Raw by sitting oh. in the middle of the ring. Hold on, hold on, sorry. I was on mute. Um, one thing that to take away with this match, I like the aspect. I believe last week too, they're not doing that um, elimination match as often in that two out of three falls match as often. Like since, well, I, like since I we think, about it on the like, it seems so played out. Like this week, it really flowed a lot better. Yeah. Well, I sent them my notes and. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sense, I thought right? I thought you guys were gonna laugh, but. But, yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, yeah, the next segment you had Samoa Joe waiting for Roman Reigns. And when he didn't show up, he went out to the parking lot to meet Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was just arriving. And then a car crashed right into the car that Roman Reigns showed up in, the truck that he showed up in, backed away, left. And Samoa Joe went from going to kill Roman Reigns to helping him after almost being killed. Mm. Who at that point, do we know who it is? No. Uh, Last week's footage appeared. um, Buddy Murphy was in the background. And Reddit was on their case. Oh, my God. Rowan is leaving the scene. Oh, um, with the car crash, none of that, no detective work here, but um, it was Rikishi. I mean, honestly, the best bet for them would would actually have it be Rikishi to actually do it for The Rock. Because what better match, surprise, quick match at SummerSlam than Roman Reigns versus The Rock? The one thing, this entire promo, I'm fine with it, but at the end, I flipped the fact that Samoa Joe is trying to get EMTs and care for Roman Reigns is just mind-boggling to me as a character and in the storyline he goes from one minute wanting to kill Roman Reigns and make him tap out I just the thing but just even a few weeks ago uh maybe a few months ago with Rey Mysterio Rey Mysterio was injured the night before he goes to pass the title to Samoa Joe and Samoa Joe proceeds to lock him in his submission move because he is relentless. He is ruthless. He doesn't care. Roman Reigns should have locked Roman uh, – Samoa Joe should have locked Roman Reigns in the cocaine clutch at this very moment. So officials run over it and try to get Samoa Joe off and then say that this isn't the time or place. And I think that would have been perfect. Yeah, I don't uh, – It was it was very odd that – like the flip happened instantly. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they they gave up on 
Joe and Reigns. I don't. I don't. Well, get I, we'll it. see. We'll see what happens with SmackDown. We'll see what happens with the night after SummerSlam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or or SmackDown after SummerSlam at that point too. But I don't know. Uh, up next, though, super, super, super disappointing um, because it just the, the tag division is complete. Uh, it's a complete mess. Yeah, we don't even like we. Can, I, I think we said it last week too. Like the fall from grace, the tag team division had it was. After Sasha, it was at WrestleMania, that was it. That was like the pinnacle of the women's tag team division, and it's sad to say because there's so much talent, and now it just went down to nothing. It's just what a, a terrible title run for the Iconics. Like um, it, they, um, yeah, their their backstage segments were great, though I thought. Oh, absolutely. While they were champion, but Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are the new champions. They defeated. Um, well, Fire and Desire first pinned the Iconics, which was like super right off the bat. It's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, you knew that there was going to be a title change on Monday Night Raw, but it just – it's And then – which then has me thinking like obviously it's going to be the Kabuki Warriors. Like not only did they call up Kyrie Sane to, to have this big tag team with Asuka who was sitting doing nothing – you have Paige in there somewhere. Obviously, they're going to have them be the next champions. And they eliminated Fire and Desire. So even more, I'm sitting there, okay, Kabuki Warriors. It sucks that Iconics lost, but hopefully this is like the start of a uh, of like a, a new era of the tag team division. Yeah. And they actually use them properly. But no. Hey. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross pick up the victory, which it's like they're the most going act right now in that tag team division. A hundred percent, which is wanna, so stupid. They want to show off those titles, so they're going to put them on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Let me like okay, so it makes Alexa Bliss a triple crown winner. That's awesome. Awesome, and it, it's Nikki Cross is well overdue for a, a title in WWE. Well overdue. I'm just disappointed with the ha- with how they've been handling this division yeah. since I, its conception, basically. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, has this division really picked picked up at all? Period. Which let we're not gonna limit that to gender because the the male and female tag team divisions are very much so lacking, in my opinion. I one thing with this that I'm kind of like uh, fire and desire. I really I would have been so fine if they won. But the other two tag teams, I was like, I, okay, I could get both of them, but whatever. I just need uh, Alexa Bliss at one point in her career to go down to NXT and win the NXT championship, so she could become a Grand Slam champion like Bailey. Yeah, I, Chris, what's your take on that Grand Slam champion, including NXT titles? Nope, it has to be separate. Like Johnny Gargano. Thank you. Well, Thank nope. you. Johnny Gargano Thank, is. Thank you. Johnny Gargano is a Grand Slam champion in NXT. In WWE, he's nothing. Thank you. I right, in Brandon but too. I don't think it should be. It main roster should be separate titles. But there's no Brand- other. No, there's no other championship for a woman to win. So then you can't be a Grand Slam champion yet. Yes, WWE. It's not going to like be a thing. That's WWE recognizes her as a Grand Slam champion. The reason why Johnny's a Grand Slam champion is because he has won. The world title, the tag team title, and the the North American Championship. They women don't have that. They just have the the women's championship there. 
Now on the main roster, they have the women's championship. They have the SmackDown and Raw women's championships. That's what's included in the Triple Crown. In a normal Triple Crown situation, that's not what is included. But these are literally the only titles with now, I mean, the 24-7 championship. I don't see that being included on that list. But why not? That's now in play for women. They never included the hardcore championship really back when that was active. It was more so it was a heavyweight championship, tag team championship, intercontinental European, I think. Mm. I don't know. I, I understand your take I, on it. I understand. I you. recognize Bailey as a Grand Slam champion. WWE recognizes her as that as well. So, yeah. whatever. But the <laughs> final... It's not, it's not whatever you just spent five minutes ranting about it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to change your minds, but your minds are incorrect. because Why WWE isn't that recognized. like a picture? Well, can you just change it to a picture of the week? <laughs> like that? I... Uh, <laughs> If Alexa Bliss goes to NXT, she'll be a Grand Slam champion. Change my mind. Can we just make that? Just change the picture right now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't do that. I will do it as we do the show. <laughs> we're changing the picture of the week. I'm sorry, Brandon. That's very much so unfortunate because I thought the picture of the week was pretty good. It was pretty great, and I did make it, but we're changing and it, it right ties, now. It ties into the next segment. Which is? Uh, which is Ms. TV with... Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler to sign Dolph Ziggler's contract for SummerSlam for his match. Uh, Ziggler comes out, signs it, and Miz goes, you didn't read the contract, did you? I'm not the opponent. So Ziggler turns all his focus to Shawn Michaels. Mr. NXT over there, I'm not your opponent. And then the fans caught on. Everyone was chanting Goldberg, and The Rock wasn't there to say, how do you know The Rock's accountant, Ira Goldberg? I mean, I was expecting Adam Cole. Uh, why? What? Why? Because I'm a mark. No, I was ex- I was like, wait, could it be an NXT person? It was I- obviously, like, to me, there was the, the only person they've been building up is Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, mentioning him uh, on, he was mentioning him on Twitter or something like that. Riddle yeah, I mean, for the, Twitter. For the, and, record, for the record, Riddle did it first. Yeah, except Dolph Ziggler was doing it on TV. Yeah, Riddle did it first. So Ziggler escapes. Bill Goldberg comes out, crosses the I's, dots the T's. <laughs> Lowercase J's. There's no T's in his name. There's just an I. But uh, and, and then Ziggler gets hit by Shawn Michaels with the sweet chin music to end Monday Night Raw. But as far as this match goes, I really hope it's not the shortest match. I hope Ziggler, dude, Ziggler, of all the people to pull out an actual match from Goldberg, it is uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So I hope instead of a spear, jackhammer, one, two, three, it's an actual match and an actual, like, redemption match for Goldberg after that Saudi Arabia show that was just pure garbage. That's what I am hoping that it's going to be. I hope it's not a quick squash match. I hope that... Because if you think about it, Ziggler is really amazing in the ring. No matter who you – just like Zack Ryder and Hawkins. I don't have to no matter, think about that. And yes, yeah, 100%, you know, you're, no, you're correct with that too. No matter who you put in the ring against them, they're going to pull out a really great match. So even if Ziggler versus Goldberg, I, that could be a four-star match. Or like, uh, it, let's not get carried away. All right, fine. A three-star at least though. Uh, it, could be, it could be a decent match. 
But I just hope that they give it the proper amount of time because, like you, I mean, like yeah, like you just said, Goldberg's last match was against Undertaker, and it's well, well known. Uh, ben spoken about how awful of a match it was. If he's going to go out on top, let him go out on top. Let him have a really great match versus Ziggler. And and I think uh, Undertaker has already redeemed himself from that from that fiasco. Yeah. So. Hopefully, again, hopefully it's not one, two, three. Done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on to SmackDown Live being opened by Charlotte Flair um, about being better than everyone else. You just say which, Charlotte Flair, Trish Stratus promo. That's they, it, it, was a, it was a promo from Charlotte Flair bragging about being better than everyone, everyone else. Then she laughs twice in the promo. After flubbing lines, and which she every time she talks, man, it's just like I'm playing a video games from the '90s. She's like, "Up next, Trish Stratus." I don't know if she's doing it on purpose anymore. I think she is. I that's not a purpose thing. That's just I think how she speaks. It's it's awful when she's in character. I've heard her speak normal. I don't understand like. But that, then again, I don't know. I've never had to act before. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, they, and I hated this because Charlotte is in the promo and then has a video package played to hype herself up, but then it turns into a Trish Stratus one, which it's like then you, you, you then expect me to believe that Trish Stratus hacked the system of sorts. But then she came out to speak about one more match, even though she worked the Royal Rumble last year, even though she worked Evolution less than a year ago, still got to get one more match. And then Trish Stratus slapped Charlotte Flair. Flair laughed it off and left. End of that segment. Nah. I don't get Woo-hoo. it. Yeah, Flair just—it's it's Flair getting everything handed to her. Nah. And I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if that comes into play again soon. But up next was supposed to be Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio, but it didn't happen as Dolph Ziggler attacked Rey Mysterio before the match. Um, but he came out to Goldberg's entrance and theme. I he had thought his own that was security cool. guard. Thought it was great, and uh, he uh, he kept attacking Dolph Ziggler, only to be pulled off by some agents. And one of those one, agents... uh, new agent to WWE, that being mm-hmm. Pat Buck. Yeah, Pat owner, Buck, owner, owner of WrestlePro, co-owner of Creative Pro, has uh, allegedly. Well, he's on TV, so it's not allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, yeah, he is a now producer for the WWE. So, uh, congratulations, to Pat Buck. Yeah, congrats. Really, I saw somebody. I saw somebody on Twitter saying uh, Pat Buck is back with WWE, and I texted that to Jamie to get a little laugh out of it because <laughs> Buck's never been officially with WWE. Yeah, he's always been if, like. If you're if you're a fan from the start, you uh, would have heard our interview with him, and he was never ever signed even with OVW. He was just always there, working but not signed. Yeah, so, so he's got... dedicated. Yeah, yeah it's I... cool. And it's cool to see him in WWE. And all the people that he's trained too, you know, your Chris Statlanders, MJF, you know, the Shit Crew, trained all those guys. It's really fantastic to see. 
and we wish Pat none of the be- uh, none but the best for him in his career now with the WWE. So continuing on with which, SmackDown, which I was going to say with Pat Buck being a producer now and Kurt Hawkins being a WWE superstar, surely Creative Pro has got to go up in like yeah, it's now it's now like Evolve is the bottom rung, and then Creative Pro is right over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes. Then after you go to Creative Pro, you go to NXT. That's how it's gonna work now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Ali comes out to attack Dolph Ziggler, and uh, that sets up Dolph Ziggler defeating Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Which I honestly, I wish Ziggler ended the match with a spear and a jackhammer. That would have been a like, cool idea. Yeah, but he ends it with a sweet chin music, which is he's still on HBK when. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You got your entrance as Goldberg. You should do Goldberg's move set. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's a, that would have been a good good idea. Up next, you had a sit down interview with Roman Reigns, where he apologized to Samoa Joe since Samoa Joe was actually there for him, and therefore could not have been the person that attacked him on SmackDown last week, or SmackDown this week, or I mean Monday Night Raw this week. And he ends up he's he ends the the interview by saying he's going to get some answers tonight. What those it's, answers will be? Hmm. So annoying. No Why is he apologizing now? This guy was out. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> You're right there, Dave. No. Why? So you. I just yeah, hate it. I I hate the entire. Why is he apologizing to him? Why because is he necessary? blamed? He blamed Samoa Joe for the attack, and it was not Samoa Joe. He's man enough to accept that it was not Samoa Joe. He can apologize for it. It shouldn't be this way. He should have been locked in that coquina clutch. Shouldn't be this way. Well, shouldn't have done that. Up next, you had Ember Moon versus Natalia, and in a double countout, uh, Natalia had the sharpshooter locked in on Ember Moon outside of the ring. Wouldn't let it go. Countout. Let it go. <laughs> Bailey Bailey ran down, broke it up, and Natty shoved her. Ooh. She's shoving Trish Stratus. She's shoving, shoving Bailey. This again, this segment right here is just even more reason why they should have been included in that match on Raw. But whatever. Yeah, true. Because it just completely overshadows this match, mm-hmm. which sucks because I've wanted to see this match for years. Which I'm still going to be seeing it. It's at SummerSlam. It's just oh, going to be completely. It's going to be completely overshadowed by, by uh, Charlotte. Well, that's what we said last week on the show. Was that what's the biggest match at all? What's the biggest match out of all three of the women's matches that are on SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, the Kevin Owens show Woo-hoo. with special guest Shane McMahon, uh, and Kevin Owens is like since I'm putting my career on the line. I want you to put your career as well. And Shane's like, nah, I'm not dumb. <laughs> and then uh, Shane, Shane's like, maybe we should give the fans a little prelude to SummerSlam. They start clearing out the ring. And Elias attacks Kevin Owens from behind. He fights back a little bit. But ultimately, Shane and Elias overpowered Kevin Owens. Shane flips the commentary table over. Sets up that chair by uh, Kevin Owens' face. It's that drop kick, which uh, I mean, of sorts, it's a Van Terminator. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that match at SummerSlam. I, what are your like, if if Kevin Owens loses, where does he go? He's not going anywhere. I don't. That's the thing. I I can't see Kevin Owens really losing this. Maybe Kevin Owens can lose and come back as El Generico. I mean, as be- hilarious as that that would be, I think they're trying to make him like one of the biggest baby faces on uh, on SmackDown. I mean, is this a no DQ match? Uh, or like, like, is there any way that this match can end with a no contest? Or uh, without a decisive victor? I'm not too sure. Because if anything, that would probably be a safe bet. I think it's just a standard. It's not even an I quit match. That makes no sense. Oh, it's just I think it's a standard match where if Kevin Owens loses, he quits. I quit. You, you but, know, that uh, Elias and all of them are going to play a factor in this match. Oh, Probably yeah, no, Elias absolutely. more so, but. Yeah. But up next was Sami Zayn cutting a promo about Aleister Black saying that he challenged him to SummerSlam, but Aleister Black never responded. And then Aleister Black showed up and said that the match isn't happening at SummerSlam, which he then says it's going to happen on SmackDown. I was not even aware of. The, the possibility of this being a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that. But what about the fact that he accepted this while he was laying down in the coffin? He's not in the coffin. What do you mean? Well, the casket, not coffin, casket. I don't think there's a casket. It's a platform. What do you mean? Not a casket? I don't know. I'd have to go rewatch. I think it's just he comes from from nothing. He's just there. He's not living. He's not a vampire. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he is. Well, I don't know about that. He's wrestling well. late. He's wrestling <laughs> late. I don't know. But Aleister Black, anyway, picks up the victory over Sami Zayn. I didn't get the setup, but I definitely enjoyed the match. I think right. you have two great performers. Oh, gosh. That's oh. the weirdest thing. <laughs> Hold on. Now I got to click it. See, it just pops up on my television. Oh, it oh. did? Yeah, Chris set the picture of the week. <laughs> yeah, because it's... <laughs> Told you it's weird. This this whole thing is so weird. The whole setup here, but <laughs> yeah. So then after the Alistair Black match, you had Shelton Benjamin randomly interviewed about the twenty four seven championship, asking if he's going to go for it, and he does the eye thing and goes well, and leaves. Where I don't know what's going to happen. I yeah, I have no idea. Um, not that this even factors in. I don't think Eric Bischoff. Like, did anything yet. What do you mean with that? I think he's just, like, watching the production meetings or whatever, the creative meetings. I don't think that he's... I don't think... I don't think SmackDown is his yet. Like, I don't think he's doing anything for SmackDown yet. Is SmackDown really his? Apparently that's what they're saying. I mean... Yes, he's, he's creative, head of creative or whatever, and then it's Vince McMahon. Just like Ross, Paul Heyman, then Vince McMahon. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I would have to find out how this plays out and stuff because I'm like, whenever I hear that, when I first heard that, I don't know if this is legit and if so, how legit. They, they created the positions. Mm-hmm. It says they created two positions for Raw and then SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But up we'll next, 
Up next was a Firefly Funhouse episode where Huskus, God bless him, was eating all the candy and brownies he wanted. <laughs> I like to I like when Bray just took the 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 brownie right out, the of, brownie. out of his right out of his mouth. Yeah, that was funny. So it was, uh, set up for SummerSlam without actually having uh, Finn Balor there. Yeah, that's that's good. Up next after that, backstage, Chad Gable working out. Puts his, uh, what are they, muscle bands? What do you call those things? Workout bands? I don't know. Dave, you're the PT. TheraBand. Sure, we'll go with that. He puts his TheraBand on uh, Elias' guitar. And Elias basically makes fun of Chad Gable using Randy Newman's short people, which is, for me, peak SmackDown, because it includes Randy Newman and it includes a superstar that we have not seen, and it includes Elias. And prior to SmackDown, I was literally listening to Short People <laughs> by Randy Newman, so I popped big time for that. Um, so that, hey. I thought that was great. Hey, you, something you, that, something you that I didn't think was great was the fact that the only mention of the WWE Championship going into SummerSlam on a go-home show was a video package. How do you guys feel about something like that? Nah, there should have been something. Even like last week, what was it? It was a, it video, was a video package also. Yeah, video An interview package. or whatever. I, I don't think we've had Orton, Kofi uh, physically build enough. Like, I don't know if they're like maybe like hoping that the physicality portion of this feud is still there from 2009. Mm-hmm. But but they literally only play that little tiny par- portion of the feud. That being the the this clip from Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. from the last time they were at Raw. There, there was more to that feud. Like Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton got a uh, a race car at one point, and Kofi Kingston like completely just like a, he threw paint all over it, smashed it up. I think almost got his leg cut off by the the windshield. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. he was stepping through it. Yeah, but I, it's like, why don't they use any of that? It's like they they say, like, yes, this feud's been building for 10 years, but then they just show that one clip. And then they, they, they link in the stupid, stupid, stupid. I love that. But that's about it. I don't know. The main event of the evening saw New Day. New Day? Defeat Daniel Bryan and Rowan via disqualification. But uh, I didn't like the fact that Daniel Bryan was wrestling because for weeks he's been teasing a career-altering announcement and we have not seen it or heard it. And why haven't we? So I don't don't think he should be wrestling. Mm -hmm. But as far as the match goes, I was very much so enjoying it. It was a very long match. Every time time Big E does that dive, I always... I'm starting to cringe. cringe. Yeah, I'm starting to cringe Damn. more and more. Thank you. I've been. I hate it so much. It's. I really it's hate this white claw that I just drank the entire thing of. Ugh, Ooh. Really gross. Maybe you need plain. Maybe or I not. don't know. All right. Anyway, main but events. it was it was about like it was like a twenty minute match, but the DQ happened when Rowan hit Xavier Woods and Big E with the uh, steel steps, and then they just beat down New Day. And you think that might be the end of SmackDown, but no, we got three minutes left where it, it cuts backstage. We had two minutes. Two minutes left. Roman Reigns walking backstage. It kind of seemed like he did it on a whim. 
It seemed like he was going to walk past the SmackDown talent locker room. But then he walks in and says, I need this place cleared out. Buddy, you stay. And, and he, he actually means Buddy. He calls out Buddy Murphy. Calls <laughs> out Buddy Murphy, who sits there. And he's questioning him about last week since he was seen on camera there. And Buddy's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, and Roman Reigns proceeds to just attack Buddy Murphy. Until Buddy Murphy finally says Rowan. Yeah. And then it cuts not, back. Yeah, not Daniel Bryan. It cuts back to the ring where you see Daniel Bryan uh, and Rowan where, I, I don't know, maybe Daniel Bryan kind of looked uh, surprised of sorts. Not surprised, just puzzled maybe. At least that's what I, that's my memory of it. But I think... Outside the fact that they're advertising Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan for the SmackDown MSG show, mm-hmm. I think this would be cooler if it's if Daniel Bryan has no part in this, and it's not just Harper. I mean, it's not just Rowan; it's Harper. Oh, imagine he has a whole big bearded gang. Oh, that would be interesting. I think that would be awesome if this isn't Daniel Bryan and it's Harper and Rowan. We haven't, I mean, the Harper stuff, we know that he asked for his release, but it hasn't been given it. Maybe he, this is it. Maybe they signed him to a new contract. We'll put the tag team titles on you. I would mark big time if it was actually Harper. Meanwhile, I, I would assume SummerSlam, it's going to be Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. I heard it might be Reigns versus Murphy. Uh, okay. I would be all for that, although it's probably going to be a quick one-two. Or they have the match tonight. You never know. That that would be awesome. You know what I know? It's Great spotlight for Buddy Mm -hmm. Murphy. Prediction time. We got not just one, but two predictions for this weekend as we have NXT TakeOver Toronto. By the way, sick, Slipknot, the uh, official theme for TakeOver. Yeah, cool. I've okay. not heard. No. Osha oh. Bank Arena. Oh, yeah? You broke up a little bit there, Brandon. Sorry. Oh, did I? Yeah, what was Scotia Bank Arena. Oh, don't you know. Uh, you have the finals of the breakout tournament. These two guys will be get the face off against any title they want in NXT. You have Jordan Miles facing off against Cameron Grimes. I'm going to say Jordan Miles. I think they're finally giving him uh, the rub. I thought for sure Strickland was going all the way, but I'm going to have to say ACH as well. Jordan Miles. Yes, Jordan Miles get it right. But what title does he go for? I, probably North American, right? Yeah. Oh, unless, I mean, does he have any uh, tag team allies from the Indies? Um, I don't know. Next up, you have a grudge match. Io Shirai with oh, his... Dave. Dave didn't say anything. Uh, 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 Dave, Dave says... Wait, he... Chris, Chris saw me uh, typing on there. Yeah, no, I'm going ACH uh, for that. Yeah. We, yeah we pay, say... pay him respect. Tell him his... Use his actual name here. Jordan Miles. Forever. Miles. Oh, my God. It's not... See, Dave. Grudge... Miles. He's so disrespectful. Grudge... ACH. Grudge match. You have Io Shirai against Candice... I forgot her last name. Oh my Bray. god. Look, yeah. It's that white claw, folks. That's <laughs> what it is. Oh my god. Yeah. Who do, who do we got? He's, Chris is WCW right now. White claw waste. 
<laughs> yeah, for 5% alcohol. Jeez. Oh, man. Um, Eoshirai or Candice? I'm going I'm, Candace. I think it's hard to say Candace here, I'm but saying, I'm, I'm... I'm saying Eoshirai? Yeah, I'm going to say Eo. Ooh, wait. Why are you guys both going Eo? Because she's just got this new fire to her. Her yeah. new, like, new life. Self. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, um, All right. Next up, you had the NXT Tag Team titles in the line with the Street Profits will be facing the Undisputed Era. Dave is saying the Undisputed Era. I'm saying the Undisputed Era. Brandon, what are you saying? Uh, I'm going to say Undisputed Era as well. I think it's safe to say that they've been introducing Street Profits to Monday Night Raw to get them acquainted with the audience, perhaps. Um, but do we know uh, which two members... Oh, it's got to be Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, because because yeah, Roddy's got a match and Cole's got a match, right? Yeah. Talking about Roddy's match, North American title on the line. Velveteen Dream defended against Pete Dunne and Roddy Roderick Strong. Um, I'm gonna go with. It's hard not to say that they're sweeping. That's the thing. Like I last week, I I told you on the podcast, I was in. I didn't think that they were gonna sweep. But today, when I was writing out my predictions, I think that they have potential. I'm going to go with uh, Roddy. I'm going to say Roderick Strong, and I think he might be the one. Uh, he, I think he might be pinning Pete Dunn or making him tap. Ah, Ooh. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Next up, you had for the. Also, I I I hope that uh, there's a moose on. Velveteen Dreams attire somewhere. That'd be great. <laughs> or maybe he's got the Mountie. Who knows? Imagine <laughs> he dresses up as the Mountie. Dude, that's like that's okay. We'll we'll settle that. That'd be a markout moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shayna Baszler will be defending her women's championship against Mia Yim. Yim. I'm saying Mia Yim. Also, I think it's time. Time mm. to uh, move the four horsewomen uh, idea along up to the main roster. I mean, what better way than against Mia Yim? Mia Yim, they've been building up pretty solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to say Mia Yim as well. Have we just all picked the same people so far? Uh, not for Candice and Io. Yeah. I'm with Candice. The main event should be very who interesting, though. Brandon, who'd you go with? I'm going Mia Yim. No, on Candice and uh, Io Shirai? Oh, I went Io. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I just got it in there. All right. Um, Brady, who are, you saying, who are you saying for this one? The women's match? For, uh, Mia Yim. Wow. Mm. And three stages of hell, essentially. Uh, three falls, each different stipulation. Adam Cole be facing off against Johnny Gargano. I am going to agree with the uh, Corey Taylor releasing her slipknot and say uh, Adam Cole. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I'm tw- okay. Real quick, where is Champa on recovery right now? Okay, listen. The first match is a street street fight, which Gargano picked. Adam Cole picks a regular match for the second one, and if it comes down to a third match, William Regal gets to decide that third match. And I, I don't know, man. I would kind of mark dreams. I'm going to pick Champa. It's where you think all Ooh. three members, all three, all four members of Undisputed Era are going to sweep. And then at that last second, William Regal comes out 
well, you know, it comes to the third, the third match, and I get to pick the stipulation, and the stipulation is a triple threat match. People go bonkers. That would be a great. That's okay. That would be a great idea. Because that's. Or, I, mean, I, or didn't, I didn't think that. Happen. That's why I was asking about Champa because in his recovery, because I could see him helping Gargano too. But you're. That would be a huge Mark swerve. It's a takeover. Anything can happen. Yeah, or Matt Riddle can get in there. You never know. Go for Champa. So this way, you and Brandon, uh, you and uh, Chris had different answers. Oh, I'm going with Champa for sure. All right. I, I'm just not positive it's going to happen. All right. That's a cool question. All right. And we won't. And Chris and I won't know until dolphins make us cry. <laughs> Dude, I saw the set list. Okay. It's, for no, for, it's a lot of covers. Well, not. No, well, what do you mean covers? There's, there's some covers, there's not a lot. Nine covers. For for what? I mean, I know for Wagon Hootie. Wheel's on there. Luckily, it's just want to, it's just want to hear Wagon Wheel. Well, it's on there. I'm I'm just I'm hoping that all of the uh, all of the songs on the set list are the same. I like when they do that. I think they have it. I've been I've been check I've been I keep checking out the yeah. set list. Uh, nothing I can do. Yo, holy crap! Do you remember when we heard Shelton Benjamin sing that at SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, it was so great. With with Zack Ryder standing there and Zack Ryder attacked him from behind on the Abraham Washington show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to SummerSlam predictions. Wait, so Dave, who'd you pick for that? Cole? Uh, yeah, I went with Cole. And you went Gargano, Chris? No, I went Cole. Oh, okay. I said, I'm you good. see, that's where the Google Doc comes in handy. No. <laughs> no. SummerSlam. You're going to start it off probably, this will be on the pre-show, Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak will be facing off against Oni Lorcan. I'm saying the goo. The guardian of the Gulaxi. Um, I want to say that I did go back and I watched 205 Live. Uh, Chris had texted me so that 205 Live is what? What word did you say? Uh, awesome or lit? Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what, are the kids, what are the kids saying these days? I have no idea. Funky? Oh, it's nuts. Hip. Which I, dude, if if you're somebody listening to Brandon, this and you don't Brandon. watch 205 Live, I can't say that enough. That 205 Live is literally the best live weekly pro wrestling show on the air. No, but folks, we just have to let you know that Brandon said he couldn't watch 205 Live because SmackDown was so draining. Dude, I was so drained by SmackDown. <laughs> I really was. What a mark. Um, no, who'd... I was, dude. It was I, and then it's I. Yeah, no, awesome. I was too drained by it. All right, Chris, but I'm, you... I'm going. I'm going. Oni Lorcan. He was rocking the uh, 205 Live colors on on 205 Live. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Oni Larkin as well. Now this match is gonna is gonna steal the uh, the oh, pre-show. Yeah, I just hope that it's not the pre-show, but we know it will be. Oh, we will. I think uh, Lorcan next... is fantastic, and. Uh, it sucks that he didn't become tag team champion in NXT, but here's yeah. hoping the 205 Live Cruiserweight champion. You know, he's black yeah. eyes. What? Oni Lorcan. Has black eyes? Yeah, you know how like you have like green and like hazel colored eyes? He has black how, eyes. How, what, what does that mean? How do you get black eyes? That's not a thing, That's is it? a thing. Yeah, Oni Lorcan has black eyes. Did you Contact? Google that? No, I watched a shoot interview with him, and he talked about how he has black eyes. That's interesting. Not um, like dark, dark brown? No, black. 
Huh. Wow. All right. You're going to have Charlotte Flair take on Trish Stratus. I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair. Yeah, so am I. B-Dog? <laughs> B-Dog. I, I think uh, I think it's got to be Flair, right? Yeah. 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 All right, so we'll put that, uh, put that down for Brandon as well, for Flair. Next up, you have Goldberg facing off against Dolph Ziggler in a match that I do not want to see. Awkward I would silence. love to say Ziggler, but I'm going to say Goldberg. Yeah, I'm going Goldberg. Yeah, I guess I should just go with Goldberg just for safety. Uh, U.S. title on the line, AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. I'm going to go with AJ Styles. I'm going with Styles also. Yes, AJ Styles. Also, a uh, black pupil means there's a chromosome mutation. Oh, interesting. So you're telling Anna, me that only Lorca is a... What does that even mean? There's an eye disorder known as aniridia, which makes the eye appear to have no iris. In truth, there is a small ring of iris tissue, but it's so small and the pupil is so large that it can look like the eyes are completely black. That's mm. interesting. Huh. Hmm. All right. So next time you guys meet Oni Lorkin, stare into his black eyes. So you're saying AJ Styles also? Yeah. All right. All right, next up we have uh, Finn Balor versus The Fiend. I think it's Fiend all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. No way is uh, The Fiend losing. Um, next up, Kevin Owens taking on Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he has to quit the WWE. Kevin Owens all the way. Yeah, KO. Yeah, I'll say Kevin Owens. Why do you do you do you think uh, there's any chance of the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship being on the the kickoff show? No. The kickoff show starts at five o'clock, so there's definitely got to be two matches on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what is Russell, what is SummerSlam started? Seven. Uh, yeah. A two-hour pre-show. Yep. Man. Why? Yeah, if we could just cook hot dogs and smoke cigars. Apparently, Sunday's supposed to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Let me know when time to come over, too. Yeah, come over you... What do we got All for right. uh, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship? <laughs> I'm going to go, go with Kofi Kingston. Ooh. I'm going to go with uh, O-Town. Yeah. O-Town? Dude, if Randy Orton is not wearing salmon-colored trunks, then he's not winning the <laughs> WWE Championship. Why? What's this? the significance? Uh, just, I don't know. It's a SummerSlam gear of history. <laughs> That's the one he wore when he uh, first won the championship against Chris Benoit. Whoa, can you say that name of the show? Uh, Bleep, bleep, mark mark down the time. Yeah. Mark down my time codes. Uh, You have Bailey defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Ember Moon. I'm saying Bailey. I'm saying Bailey. I'm saying Ember, and she's going to have a split personality. I'm going to go with Ember, and she's going to have a split personality. All right. Fact. And for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch will be facing off against Natalia. Do you think we see a screw job? With who? What do you mean, yeah. What do you mean a screw job? The Munch- Lacey yeah. Evans? Where's Lacey Evans been? She's yeah. been nowhere. Yeah, maybe she comes in and uh, knocks the man out of her championship. Ooh. I'm going to say Natalia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I- Becky. She's about to be the cover star. Come on. Yeah, I heard that. What I heard was allegedly 
Seth Rollins was very upset that he wasn't the cover person for 2K this year. So they're going to be releasing a like a, a, a Nintendo 2DS version. He'll be on it. Is that uh, a joke? <laughs> I read it online somewhere. Poor baby. Yeah, what? but I'm saying Becky Lynch also. That doesn't make sense. He said in tons of interviews that he's very happy for Becky and Roman. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, the Mark's probably reporting something. Yeah. Seth Rollins. That, no, that has to be a joke. That's There's no way. Yeah, it probably is. I don't know. Anyway. Are there no tag team titles on the line? No. Uh, maybe uh, kickoff. If they add it. Nothing's there yet. They should well, just do a rematch between Gals, Anderson, and New Day. All right, I guess like if if they do have a t- uh, tag team match, I'm gonna go with uh, OC retaining. Uh, well, I'm just gonna assume that that's gonna be the match, and I'm gonna say New Day picks up the victory in a non-title match. Oh, you were assuming that it's New Day versus OC. Yeah, like, t- title uh, non-title match. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with New Day then. Uh I'm gonna go OC. All right. You can write this down in notes, but let's talk about the universal title, which <laughs> will probably be the main event. No, no, no. What do you? What would you pick? I don't care. Either team. It's I, non-existent. Di- disqualification. That's what I want. Okay. Um, universal Championship. Brock Lesnar will be defending that championship against Seth Rollins. I'm saying Rollins. I'm going to go with a uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm going to say Brock also. They're advertising the OC versus Seth Rollins and two other people. I forget who for MSG in September. So you're saying Rollins? Uh, no, 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 I'm saying Brock. All right. All right. Awesome. Although I would much rather see Seth Rollins not be able to even wrestle and then Blue Demon Jr. come out instead and wrestle that match. And oh they both God. tear calm, it up. Calm down, Mark. <laughs> Mark would be the actual match at SummerSlam being Chad Gable versus Drew Gulak versus Jushin Liger. Yo, what up, Such a shame. Dude, how do they not, like, try to reach out and use Jushin Liger on a a main Mm pay-per-view? Well, those are our predictions. Lock them in. And now it's time for Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right, it's time for Shameless Plugs. So I put out a little tweet because I am hooked on this WWE Universe game. Uh, mm. I'm, yeah, I I hate it. Um, Interesting. But, <laughs> right? I'm definitely hooked now. Um, I have a good roster going. Bra- uh, Braun Strowman's my highest rated, second to uh, I, with uh, Asuka following. But I put out a tweet trying to find a group because you – meet up with people that you have a little club together who rack up points together uh, for rewards. But my team wasn't really doing anything. So, so I reached like Pokemon out. Pokemon Go probably? No, I think po- Pokemon Go, you work solo. Uh, even though you oh. join a, you join a team, but you don't get team rewards. Or at least when I played, you didn't. But with this, you do have team events. Like you have to select your roster and they put it up against a, another team roster. And then you... Uh, whoever has the highest rated superstar wins. But yeah, I put it out there and two people reached out offering their clubs. So go give a follow to James and uh, Jug Wayne. So at James K 4212 and at Jug Wayne, uh, I appreciate your invitation to the club. 
And yeah, best of luck. Hey, Chris, I see you don't have a match of the week. I don't, but I have a shameless plug of my own to tell everybody about. I know this episode will be published <laughs> on Thursday, uh, but tomorrow, if you're not doing anything, head over to the Amityville Music Hall because our good friend, Anthony, who has podcasted the show with us before, uh, has a show of his own going on where Washed Up Media presents Thracian, which is his band that we've played on the show before. Uh, they're having their album release show for the album Frames. Uh, also playing on that show is Give Up the Goods, Resistor, Senseless, and Patterns of Decay. Uh, show starts 6.30. Head down to the Amityville Music Hall in Amityville and check that out. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and you're listening to Brandon's Shoutouts, because you got some shoutouts from Brandon. Now when do I get paid? Well, the first shout-out is going to Entourage, because I've been watching it as of lately. As of late? I don't know why I said lately. But uh, it's definitely one of my favorite shows. I know Dave and I uh, used to have Entourage-a-thons. Where we yeah. would do like all nighters and watch seasons of Entourage and everything. I think it's we awesome. Did, we did that with King of Queens once too. Yeah, we. Uh, well, I mean, me more than once. We used to have Cock Weekends, K O Q. Oh can I God. say that? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, so we we'd all we'd get together, we'd watch uh, King of Queens, but but uh, Dave and I would do Entourage-a-thons with uh, my brother my brother's friend um but yeah it's uh, one of my favorite shows of all time and just re-watching it it's like i it's like i forget how many cameos were on that show and it's really awesome and it was cool to see the cast of entourage when they were promoting the movie at that last show at the coliseum in 2015 mm. When uh, Johnny Drama, Kevin Dillon goes, Jeremy Piven would have been here, but he was too busy getting ready for Summerfest. <laughs> based off of when Jeremy Piven called it SummerSlam, Summerfest. Yep, absolutely. Summerfest. Yeah, but uh, next up goes to Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., another television show that is, again, one of my favorites. Um, and it sucks that next season is going to be the last season, but uh, I've very much so enjoyed this show so check it out entourage check out agents of shield last shout out goes to the xbox one for having skype because without it i don't know i mean i don't think i would have been definitely would have been on the podcast this week so so yeah so thanks xbox and those are my shout outs now it's time for our Mark out moment of the week. What do you got this week, boys? Uh, well, last week, speaking of Xbox, uh, Rocket League is a fun game, and they've been having these 80s packs on Rocket League. And this past, uh, well, last week, I think it started, was TV. So they have a Macho Man car topper with his glasses and a bandana and an Ultimate Warrior skin for a car. So I, I got those, and... I'm. Yeah, I really like that game. I wish they would do something with like the Attitude Era, 
or more current stuff with WWE. They had, I think it was like two years ago for WrestleMania, they had a pack mm-hmm. that like they just gave away for free. It came with like NXT stuff and WWE stuff, but nothing like a skin or a car topper. So that's pretty cool. Um, for mine, I think mine happened in the clinic when, uh, so there's one patient who, uh, she's in her low seventies and I talked to her a lot about wrestling cause she loves wrestling and I taught her the too sweet. So in the process, I actually ended up too sweeting every single patient in the office at the time. Um, it was a total mark moment, but it was necessary. Uh, they had to be taught how to too sweet and it was pretty awesome. So I definitely marked out of my old ways to teaching the two sweet sign to uh, a bunch of people. What about you, um, Chris? Um, yeah. I'm, what, what else, Brandon? I was going to say coming from Triple Mania was uh, Conan being a surprise entrant in there like Rumble. Ugh. And then, uh, well, he didn't really wrestle. He just sat up on the top rope but because uh, he's like a heel. Came out wearing a Donald Trump T-shirt, which I thought was hilarious. But uh, then Vampiro made a surprise appearance as, as well and eliminated Conan and then eliminated himself, got out of there just to get Conan. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Awesome Markout Moments of the Week, folks. And that's... Do, do, you, do you not have one? Nah, it's fine. I'm, I well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my... one more out there. What? Because on the, the box of the SmackDown Anniversary Collector's Edition of WWE 2K20. They have all these like moments of SmackDown history and wrestlers and stuff that have been on SmackDown. And one of them, which we have never seen in a video game before, is Mr. America. So I marked out at the idea of... First of all, I thought it was going to be awesome because that Hogan's back. We've been able to put masks on people for like to to use like created slots and then still have them be called Hulk Hogan or whatever and have their their move sets and everything but now with Mr. America actually on the the box I wonder if he's going to be part of the roster and I think it would be cool if uh they have like some people from SmackDown history included on that roster like Boogeyman or Finley Holly so we shall see with uh with this yeah, but that—that's my markout moment, and that's our markout moments of the week. Uh, and thank you very much for listening to the show this week. So next week we'll come back. We'll have uh, prediction fallout. We'll see what's going on in the week of professional wrestling. Couple weeks till all in, all out. I should say. Excuse me. Uh, and until then, Facebook.com/slash/markingout, Twitter.com/slash/markingout, YouTube and Instagram.com/slash/markingout11, markingout1@gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. I'm Chris Sweendog on Twitter. Dave is Dave the Rave underscore MO. And Brandon is BTTG161. And we wish you the, the best of luck in your future endeavor. Have a fantastic week. Bye.